Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach, and let's build that million-dollar pipeline together. Text the word MONEY to 844-949-1984. That's the word MONEY to 844-949-1984 to begin your million-dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Welcome back, Brad, to another fun-filled episode of Blue Collar BS. Actually, today we're uh, we're going to do our uh, kind of year-end wrap-up. Awesome. Cool. It's snowing here right now, and I know <laughs> this episode's releasing like right after Thanksgiving, so I'm not expecting a lot of uh, a lot of attention or traction as everybody's going to be in a turkey coma. Right, definitely so. will be for me. We have made the decision with the show, right, wrong, or indifferent, that we are going to um, take a small break until you know late winter, early spring. You know that February, March time frame to right. release new shows after this one uh, to allow us to curate some cool guests and get them in alignment and make sure that uh, we continue to provide excellent service to our hundreds of listeners across the world. (laughs) (laughs) And that's been pretty, I mean, you think about when we, when we first started. So yeah, we're going to take a break, but we're taking a break so we can spend the holidays with our families. We can then focus on getting some really awesome guests, but think about when we first started. I don't want to. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's so fun. But look at where, when we first started, you know, it was the thought of how do we, how do we do this and how long it actually took us to actually launch this from a concept to, to doing this. Three years was long enough. Uh, three years, pretty much, pretty <laughs> about it. Talking about it and finally pulling the trigger to say, and think about from, from that point when we said, you know what, let's just do it and see where it goes. As of the day we're recording this show, we're at an all time high with listeners at 767. We, we've had an impact on 767 listening bodies, right? Amazing. A, a, across the globe in 13 different countries. Yes. If I recall correctly, looking at the numbers. Yeah. 13 different countries. Yeah. Majority of them. And our target is the United States, but we're not just in North America. We've got listeners. We're big in India. Globe. We are big in India. We are big in India. We're even big in Kuwait. Who would, have th- who would have funked that? Exactly. It's nothing we would have thought about. When we, nothing we talked about when we were discussing ideas for the show and things like that. And it's just now we're, we're progressing into these other markets, other regions, which is fantastic. So whoever's listening in Kuwait, thank you so much for that <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. To add another, to, to you know, color in another country within our, our globe profile. We thank you for that. Listen, and if we can support you in some way, shape or form through generational conversations, that'd be awesome. It'd be great if you could um, maybe sign up for the sign up and log in and want to be a guest and we can figure out a time. 
That would be amazing for sure. So what's your biggest takeaway of going through those first 18, 19, whatever the number of episodes are? That's a great question. Oh, I know what it is that you're an effing millennial. That's what it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. I think it just further re-solidifies how big of a Gen Xer I really am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, back to the question when, you know, when we first started this out, we talk about all the different aspects from the different generations and all the assumed, the, the assumed stances the different generations take and when we have discussions with each one, with someone from each one of the generational categories, at the end of the day, there's a lot of components that people think of other generations that are false. And at the end of the day, it really gets down to us talking to each other, sitting down, having the conversations like we're having today, but just having honest, genuine conversations and treating each other as good people, good humans. Right. Since I'm sure you didn't hear any of the raw footages from our shows i'm sure i didn't (laughs) you only hear the finished product afterwards and listening to all of those and picking up on all those all of the um themes and ideas that come across it truly has been uh, particularly from the blue collar perspective about giving everybody a chance to be able to find a mentor coach trainer whatever that looks like and teach and educate and where it falls short is usually their, the, the generational or the person. I don't even want to say generational because it, it's all generations. Right. The, the leaders do not want to take the time to invest in that communication process. Exactly. To show loyalty, to show growth, to show opportunity. And that was a very constant theme across all of our guests. Yeah, absolutely. And those, and the other, the other thing that was also interesting is those that found the time to do it had the greatest impact with their employees. Right. I mean, that's just a, it's just a really solid thing to live by and think about our growing up when, and being taught the way we were taught because you're a boomer and (laughs) (laughs) may look like it, but come on, man. Right. Being taught the way we were taught when we entered in the workforce, it's different than it is today. We had people, there was, there was enough people working alongside us to help teach us, help guide us. And today, because of how lean everything is, or the, we'll get into, we, we could say that there's just a lack of people in the workforce to walk alongside somebody that's, that's a new hire to take the time to spend the time to do that. The, the 10,000 people of knowledge that walk out of businesses every day uh, from retirement or wherever it might be. There's not enough, not enough time to capture that knowledge and in that business for it to be successful. And there's going to be that struggle where people, where the business just goes through us through a slump. Right. And they got to make the call and those leaders and owners, and whether it's a, a young, young leader that needs to reach out to an older retired individual to get the knowledge and information, they need to swallow their pride and make that happen. Cause at the end of the day, the fiduciary responsibilities to the company, mm-hmm. not to your own personal growth and satisfaction. Right. So what is a, another takeaway that you've actually gleaned from this show? How fun this can be. Yes. Right. How much fun it is to get on this call, the, the pre-show activities with the guests, 
um, the shit that goes on back and forth and the, the ability to just have meaningful conversation. Mm -hmm. um, not that we've ever taken the video and published it or done any of that stuff, but sometimes right. just watch, yeah, <laughs> sit back and watch the video a little bit and just watch some of the facial expressions as you go through the process and go through the bloopers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Might be fun to post a blooper reel. Uh, you know where the files are, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, just wait. You just, have you have as much editing capabilities as I do. I know. You know, that might be. Hmm. All right. You just put me to task. I got that. I got that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'm just saying, Mr. 9X. You Maybe I'll have to put my millennial hat on. Yeah. You're not a catcher. Turn it, turn the hat around, would you? <laughs> that was my prior life. Yeah. Why my knees are out. All right. So who is your out of the let's see? I think we did the first 10 shows solo. And I think we had nine guests so far. What was what guests had the biggest impact for you as we talked to them and had conversations either pre-post or during the interview? Oh man, that's not even fair. Of course it's fair. No, it's not because they've all given great pieces of advice. Right. But who is your favorite person to talk with? That's all I'm asking. I know, but it's not even fair. Of course it's fair. <laughs> no, no, not even. Not even. I'm going to flip it back on you. Who was your favorite? My favorite was Josh. Yeah. Um, Josh was the, pretty good. The, the excitement, the enthusiasm, the energy level the authenticity of truly saying, you know what, I have to give back and I have to go, I have to go find my own people and I have to create those relationships. And I have to work at it. And the recognition that he has to work at employee, he has to work at a process to attract employees to come talk to him. Mm -hmm. And he's willing to invest his own time and energy to make that happen. That's part of his job as the CEO and owner of that business. Right. That was, um, that was a very powerful moment in the show. Right. And well, now that you're reviewing the list online, because I can see the blue screen sitting in the glasses. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't remember who we all talked to, he says. Exactly. That's exactly what I was doing, because I'm like, but I totally agree with you on Josh. Um, you know, the, 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 the points that you raised, how he's going about doing it to, to get the talent that he needs. Definitely something that is a rarity in being done today. Uh, in, in the work environment. But in my other favorite one, because there's there, I have three of them. There's nine favorite ones of yours. I get it. There, there is. And it, there, there really is. Just because everybody brought something different to the table. Right. That's what I enjoyed most about the show. It wasn't the same, right? It wasn't the same routine over and over and over again. And the show had its own vibe, mm -hmm. its own personality and its own character flaws and or moments of highs and lows as, as it went through. Right. You know, but I, I, there, there were conversations I enjoyed with Christine because just the different aspect you've got, you know, the very seasoned worker that's, you know, how, how are they getting engaged with, you know, they're, they're being pushed out in some senses, but they're also trying to find opportunities and how, how they are, you could say discriminated against because of their experience and the mm -hmm. fear people have. Right. Like we would have not thought about having that kind of that. I can tell you right now, we did not think about that when we were game planning for the, you know, what the show was going to be about. Correct. And then we bring in Andy and his experience like that. Amazing. Right. Right. 
Andy. Andy's got one job. His job is to say, do the fucking thing at this last past retreat that we were at this week. And he couldn't, he couldn't, he missed, he missed 25% of the time. He was three out of four. It's like, okay, you have one job to make. And, but if he listens, he'll get it. He'll know. Yeah. I was probably, I was probably to blame for some of that as well, but that's okay. <laughs> and bringing on Mike, our boomer, right? Our first, you know, boomer yeah. makes his podcast debut. He's never been on a podcast, never done anything. And okay, great. Mike, thanks. Thanks for coming on and getting out of your comfort zone. Exactly. And then the, the several millennials that we've had talking about, you know, and that how, how young they are in their respective industries and making a name for themselves. And they're doing it with the support of the senior leadership, but it's also how they're doing it. They're, they're leveraging, they're, they're given the autonomy to leverage the technology to do the things that they are great at, and it's allowing them to excel. So it's really interesting when you start looking at what all the guests bring and how their stories are all intertwined, it starts to shed some light on things that we in the blue collar industry should really take and hold dear of how we're going to make the impact for the employees that we have. How can we make them better? How can we make them stronger? What are the things that we can aid them with so they can truly shine? Right. And a lot of it's about communication, expectation setting Mm -hmm. and allowing the ability to fail fast without the fear of Mm -hmm. the mistake. Yeah. The fear, the mistake being the ultimate in doing your term of a time of employment in, because that is one of the greatest fears people have outside of the environment's toxic. Right. Let's move on. Um, and that's how this show got started, right? Or how, mm-hmm. how it was delayed yeah. three, three years. Because, uh-huh. Well, well, we don't know. Well, maybe what if they don't like it? What, what are we going to talk about? What's going to happen? <laughs> um, what if we get it wrong? What if we get it right? So reframing the question of, okay, uh huh. Well, I don't want to make a mistake. The better question is, what if you find a better solution? Right. What if you find the better solution to make the company better, stronger, the process better, the you know the relationship with your coworkers better, etc. I mean, we all know the Post-it note story, mm-hmm. the 3M mistake that turned into gazillions of dollars, and it's all over. I mean, I'm backdrop. a huge fan. I mean, I'm you're a huge, huge fan of 3M. Fan. I see the you know 400 Post-it notes behind you on your wall. They've been there for months, but Hey, that's another show people. That's for another time. <laughs> you can say it. It's okay. You can say it. I'm not saying it. Let's... Go ahead. Say it. No, I saw I'm you. Not... I saw you wanted to say it. Go I ahead. Did. Go ahead. I did, but that's all right. I even forgot what I'm going to say. So no, you know I exactly like what you're going to say. No, I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Frankly scarred. I don't give a damn. That's what you're going to say. right? <laughs> but looking forward to next year, what are some things you're hopeful for? I am hopeful that we get to, I'm hopefully we get enough recognition and opportunity to have all generations on the show at the same time to get to that point, to have that meaningful conversation over work-life balance, over vacation, over, Hey, a new person's hired. Oh, they get three days to start for the first part of the year. And then they get another day every year after that. Why? Mm-hmm. vacation is one of those things that really doesn't cost you anything. Everybody thinks it does, but it really doesn't cost you anything to give it a, why, why are we not starting people at three weeks of vacation? Just carte launch out of the gate. Oh, I know why that's not how we do it. It's not the way we've ever done it before. Right. Well, George, George was here for 30 years before he got his fourth week. Okay. Good on that's George. Fun. George right. is retiring in two years. 
George is going to have a lot of vacation ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But exactly. the new kids coming in, guess what? If you're trying to compete on a one week vacation, you're 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 already losing. You're SOL. The realization of it, and get some more conversation around that. It's not about the money aspect to it because it's not. I just had this conversation with my wife, my wife the other day. We were driving and we were talking about things, and there was some sign somewhere about so many dollars an hour. Maybe we were talking about our kids or something as well. I don't remember, but she's like, "Well, young people want to make money too." I said, "But if young people wanted to make money, they'd all be working at McDonald's for seventeen bucks an hour." Right. And earning like a $2,000 signing bonus. Right. To really go out to all these fast food places and all these other, you know, service industry folks that are trying to pay them 15, 17, 19, 24, $28 an hour Uh to be in the service industry. If they were, if it was about the money, right. They would go get those jobs, but it's not, but they don't want those jobs. Okay. Well, why don't they want those jobs? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about why every, every Uh industrial park, put your sign out. It, you know, it's like, it's like billboards everywhere. Right. Oh, I know. We were we were listening to a uh, it was a radio ad for an organization here in town that is hiring for mechanics, mm-hmm. and they're talking. They they do the math at thirty one sixty eight an hour. Da 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 is so much per year, and they're only talking about the wages, and they're only talking about the work hours, and they're only talking about what they can make. And then they make the statement of work for a place that knows that when you grow, they grow. I'm like, that's bullshit. Uh huh. You're only advertising to those that want to make that. You're only advertising those that are that are in that 10 year to 15 year experience range that you want to entice to come over because you don't want to train them. You keep on saying, oh, if you got the right attitude, make you don't want to deal with that because you're only talking about the money. You're not talking about the culture. You're not talking about the why. You're not talking about you know, what's it like working there. You're not talking about any of those other things. You're mm-hmm. only promoting yourself. And that that's where our conversation got into the mess because it's like, well, no, young people want to make money too. Yeah, but that's not what that message is saying. Right. Well, I disagree with you. I'm like, okay, dear, that's fine. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. This is going to be a really long car ride. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that was it. It was the advertising for employees on the radio. Stop talking about the money, people. It's not about the money all the time. It has an impact, right? Money will be a difference maker, but it's not usually the primary reason, particularly no. for a uh, younger millennial or a Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to challenge me on that, by all means, send me an email, um, send me a text, give me a phone call. There's plenty of ways to reach us. Look in the show notes, find it, right? Let's have the argument. I don't care, but let's do it on the show. That is my true belief. Let's do that argument on the show. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sign up. Well, Brad, looking forward to the the break that we're going to have, but I'm really looking forward to the future guests that we have coming up on the show and uh, season two, if you will. I am as well. And um, if anybody's listening to this and they want to, um, you know, be a sponsor somewhere in this show, whether you're a staffing agency or maybe you're a manufacturer looking for something, maybe we're hitting somebody with that. We're more than happy and open to the idea of working and partnering with people to promote their cause as well. So if you believe this is a platform worthwhile, make sure we have a conversation so that we can, you know, see if there's value there for both sides. Mm hmm. Absolutely. We are big worldwide now. 13 countries. 13 countries. Big, big, big. So big news, some big plans for season two. It's huge. It's huge. (laughs) Big news, big plans. Season two. Watch out. (laughs) (laughs) On that, we just got to quit. All right. Thank you, Brad. You have a great holiday. You do the same. Merry Christmas, my friend. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS. 
brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.